So, welcome to another edition of Everything's a Choice. And today, I want to get into something that's going to help all of us. Now, for just watching purposes, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching it, uh, whether it be on one of the modules or whatever it is, this is one that's going to work universally for everybody because it makes a huge difference in the way that we see things. And just like episode two, I talked about awareness, and I'm going to talk about awareness always. It's the number one thing. If you can't see what your choices are, or you don't have the ability to discern what the options in front of you are, it's going to be literally impossible for you to do it. So in keeping with that, let's go ahead and jump into what today's mindset training or what today's thoughts are of the day. So in the movie, The Matrix, you watch the part where they go and visit the Oracle. And in that scene, there's a sign over the door and it says, Noske te ipsum. It's Latin. And what it means is, know thyself. This scene probably fell into the same thing as a lot of the memes that you're going to see. Something that's a nice idea or that's cute. How do I do that? Well, it's a damn good question. How do you just know thyself? How do I know who I am? And so this is where practical application and training has to come in. There has to be some way that you can say, I am going to figure me out. This is not as easy as it sounds because there's not really any training on this in life. We take the influences that we've seen and we take the experiences of what we've been through. We apply those filters to life and then we just kind of roll with it. We have reactions to things. We have responses. We don't really understand where they came from. We have preconceived damage that's happened from other people that we apply to somebody before it ever happens, like being cheated on or being neglected or being left or whatever it would be. We add all these things. But we don't really pay attention or challenge our assumptions. We don't challenge what it is that we believe things are. We just go with almost 100% certainty on something that literally almost never ends up being accurate. And that's important to pay attention to. This is part of noske te ipsum, knowing thyself. So there's a lot of different tools that we can get into to make it so that you can say, I'm learning about who I am. I'm going to help figure out myself. And there's going to be a lot of things that are involved in this, whether it be values or boundaries or non-negotiables or even just your traits. Let's get into what I'm talking about. So. There are things for you and there are tools that you can use and there's resources you can read. Let's start off with something very, very simple. What are your values? What are your values? What are the things that are the most important to you? Now, in our group, there's a huge list of these things that there can be, all kinds of them. I can just start rattling off some of them. It could be acceptance. It could be assertiveness. It could be beauty. It could be efficiency. It could be integrity. It could be honesty. It could be loyalty. It could be a hard worker. What are your values? The huge list of this goes on, but ultimately there are things that we've been through that have altered our values where they are right now to, for whatever reason, make it so it fulfills a need. 
It could be I require loyalty now because people have been disloyal to me. And so now that's become important. Or it could be I value people showing up because people commonly make empty promises. And now that became important to me. Your values are going to dictate the way that you see and the way that you react to things around you. Now, what happens often is you enjoy somebody for certain personality traits or certain potentials that they may have, but we don't really ever measure do our values match. And some of you are in relationships or in a work dynamic with somebody or some place that doesn't match your values and you can feel there's a disconnect there. And it's not really spoken about because it's hard to identify because you don't know thyself. In which case, taking the time to be able to try and figure out what are your highest values. For me, respect is a huge one. And when someone's being disrespectful and I start really checking, what's the motive here? Are they trying to do damage? Are you trying to manipulate or pull someone over? Are you trying to get something out of somebody that they don't want to give? What are you trying to do here? What, there's no respect that's happening. So figure out what are your most important values and see if it matches up with the other person that you're with or the company you're with or whatever it is. Your values are important and it's easier to identify where your connection to what's going on is when you can identify what it is that you find valuable about what you like so you can see does it match up with like-minded people. Seems simple, right? Not easy. <clears throat> so also it gets into what kind of personality type are you? Who are you? What are your personality traits? What are your gifts? What are the things that you're good at? And I've had a lot of these conversations with people. And what I've noticed is it's not as easy as it sounds like it should be. You should be pretty like, this is my gifts. This is what I do. Here's what I'm great at. But we've gotten sidetracked with responsibility. And a lot of times we do what we have to do, not what we love to do. And so our gifts oftentimes get pushed to the side. So that way we can take care of business of what we need to do, whether it be taking care of other people or paying the bills or whatever responsibilities end up coming on in our lives. This makes it so when you start really analyzing what are your traits, what are your values, what are your gifts, what are the things that you are really good at, it can get really confusing and hard to identify. Most of us don't have psychology degrees, so it's difficult to be able to really self-analyze, self-awareness, and self-reflect on what's going on because, again, skills that are not taught. <laughs> don't teach this stuff. How are you supposed to be good at it? So there's tests you can do. Do your Myers-Briggs test. Figure out your personality type. What are traits about your sign? Are you earth, wind, water, fire? What's your sign? I don't know. What are the traits to that? How many apply to you? What do you enjoy? What do you not enjoy? What can you choose to improve or get rid of? You get to learn yourself and then choose which way you are going to handle that. What's your love languages? Read Gary Chapman. Figure out what the love languages are and how they apply to you. What's your order? One of the things that are often expressed by people is they want people to be able to communicate better. And what I found is it's not communication because there's a million ways to communicate. I'm, I'm, we're not talking, how do you want them to communicate better? Smoke signals? 
text messages? What what are you looking for? Do you you want them to email more often? You want them to want somebody to cry more? What are you talking about? What is it that you're actually asking for? And so if you get into the communication aspect of it and you start learning love languages, you find out somebody who's in acts of service, who's always fixing things and working on something or building or uh, making the bed or doing the dishes or taking the garbage out. Somebody who's doing things for you. And that's the way that they say, I love you. But you're a words of affirmation and you want to hear the words over and over again. Tell me nice things. Tell me nice things. Tell me nice things. And you start saying the way that you love isn't very good because you're not doing what I want you to do. I tell you, I love you all the time, but you just don't tell me enough stuff. But they're like, but I fixed your car and I took out the garbage and I, you know, the dishwasher is working again. And I moved that huge dresser and I did, I did all of these things. I, I, tell you that I love you all the time. I'm just not doing it in the language that you want. And this is where you learn your love languages and realize that it's not communication. And this is where the blanket gets a little bit foggy. It's not communication. It's comprehension. Do you understand what I'm doing? You're both showing the way that you love. And when it starts becoming really detrimental to your relationship is when the judgments that come in say that your love is no good because you're not loving the way that I want you to, instead of having a comprehension that they're loving you the way that they love to be loved also. If she's saying nice things, it's because she likes hearing nice things. But if you're saying, I don't require you to say nice things to me. She's loving you the way that she wants to be loved. And if he's doing things, saying, hey, look, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to keep fixing things and show up and do things. He likes when you do things too. doesn't have to be necessarily work on the car, but find something that's like, hey, I'm going to bring value to the relationship more than just being there. Comprehension is more important than conversation because if nobody's listening and everybody's talking, you can call it communication. You don't understand each other, and there's going to be a lot of unmet needs. Next thing that you're going to need, what are your boundaries? Now, people try to associate boundaries as some sort of a negative thing. But boundaries are a very healthy and positive thing. This just lets people know what the limits are of what is acceptable or not acceptable to you. And it's not a bad thing to say, hey, listen, this is kind of where it starts getting a little bit past my values. It becomes disrespectful or a little judgy or negative. And I'm not really, I don't really want a lot of that in my life. The thing with boundaries, it's important to know is that if you're in a relationship for a long time that your boundaries are not respected or what you believe your boundaries should be for you to feel appreciated and feel respected. Well, those boundaries aren't a bad thing, but they can appear that way. There's a quote that I heard that the people who don't respect or don't enjoy your boundaries are the people who benefited the most from you not having them. Listen to that. The people who get the most upset about your boundaries are the people who benefited the most from you not having boundaries. This means it leaves you open to be taken for granted, taken advantage of, used, 
neglected, abused, not appreciated. And it's one of the main things as humans, especially men, we need the appreciation part. That's we do. We'll do anything for you. But without appreciation, it's going to make it really difficult for us to maintain that level of enthusiasm. But if we set boundaries, it makes it so that you can go, hey, listen, I got to respect where you're coming from. Or, hey, listen, that's my line. I'm not mad at you. I'm just letting you know this is where I'm not going to be engaging the same way anymore. This is not cool to me. That's healthy. It keeps people at their space and you in your space. And it doesn't make anybody have to sacrifice who they are because of somebody else's will. This can get very tricky because relationship rules are different than just regular life rules. So this is where the conversation would get a little bit more specific depending on your situation, but the principles still hold the same. Now, slightly different than boundaries, but massively impactful are your non-negotiables. What are the things about you that you're like, this is my no-fly zone? I don't do that. It could be something that seems really obvious, but it should still be very known. Maybe being in a relationship where you don't like to be hit by each other. Maybe we can skip the abusive aspect of it. That's a non-negotiable. I don't want to be in a relationship where I'm being hit. What about a relationship where you're cheating on each other when you promise that that's not what we're going to do? I promise my loyalty to you, but then I'm breaking that promise. That's a non-negotiable for a lot of people. There's a lot of things that it could be now. It can get all the way down to like, I just don't want to be with somebody who smokes. I don't enjoy that aspect of things. Or, um, you know, some people's non-negotiables could be the height of the person. We all have different preferences of what it is that we like. But if it seems like an ever-changing boundaries and formats, it seems like a landscape that's always changing, it's going to be very difficult to be able to maintain any sort of understanding or even comprehension for each other because it's constantly in fluctuation. Know thyself. What are your boundaries? What are your values? What are your non-negotiables? What are some things that are important to you and what are the things that are important not to have them happen to you? The more specific and more clear you are in understanding yourself in every aspect of what's your personality type, what are traits for your sign, what are your personality traits, what are the things about you for your love languages that are the most important? The more you know you, the more clearly you can be in understanding someone else. And the easier it'll be for you to be able to communicate and understand each other. Because if it's, here's the funny thing about love is it seems like it's a big guessing game of what do you like? And people will play this game where they say, I'm not going to tell you what really works for me, but I will tell you what doesn't. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. And people go, okay, well, I won't do those things. So I'll try this. And they go, nope, I don't like that either. Now I know I don't like that. You go, oh man. All right. I like that. But you don't like that. Okay. Well, what if I do this? And they go, nope, not it. You're not good at this game. They're like, can you give me a clue or a hint? No, you're just not good at this. You suck. <sighs> 
but I'm really trying my best and doing my favorite things right now. Figuring out what somebody likes without them knowing themselves is a near impossible game. And if your values don't match up or they're doing non-negotiables or don't respect your boundaries, you're going to be living in a veritable hell all the time. And this is where the point of it all comes in. The more you understand yourself, the more awareness you can have with what's happening with and or to you so you can use that for you. This awareness opens up the choice. It's right in front of you all the time. It always is. It's right there. But if you don't know to look for it, it's going to be convoluted, confusing, and it's going to be frustrating. And that's where people live. That's where we stay. That's our comfort zone, is I don't know. Why can't I make you happy? Because I don't know what makes me happy. So how the hell are you supposed to do it? Figure it out. It's not a fair game. But the more you understand you, the more clear you can be is what's important to me. And now I know what to look for and what's important to you. Now the communication becomes far more productive, far more valuable, and can literally be life-changing. The choices are all around you, all the time. So raise your level of awareness and know thyself. Take some time to write these out. Write them out. In our men's group, I have lists of things to choose from. But if you want to just do this on your own, figure out what parts of you are there. What are the things that are the most important to you? What are your values? What are your boundaries? All right. And so for those of you guys listening to this, I'm going to be putting this stuff up on YouTube. I'm going to be putting things up on Facebook. I'm putting these things up. And I want you guys to throw in some of your opinions on things because a lot of these are objective to be able to make sense of subjective situations. And that's what we have to work with. So hopefully some of this is helpful for you and maybe give you just a slightly different way to look at things so that at the end of the conversations for all of this stuff, you can confidently look in the mirror and say, No skate ipsum. I know myself. All right, guys. Have a good night. <laughs> then it starts getting into reactions. The dogs are going off outside right now, so somebody just showed up. All right, we're going to have to cut that out. Hold on.